0: Welcome to the Startup to Something Podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. My
1: man, Mark. What's up?
0: Good, good, good. You?
1: Yeah, doing really well.
0: Doing really well. How's things been? How was your week? Good. I, like, uh, yesterday I went to the beach and saw some some family that we hadn't seen since Christmas 2019 wow yeah yeah like usually we see you know like we we would see them like four or five times a year like regularly Mm -hmm. so this was this was all because of COVID yeah it was it was nice first of all it's been amazing weather for the beach man yeah but yeah but just seeing them and oh my my nephews have grown so much it's a wow yeah
1: yeah, it was perfect beach weather. Especially this weekend it was insane.
0: Yeah, it was even like a little too hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, thankfully we had shade, so we just hid in shade. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, otherwise I mean all week I've been working on my my top secret sass. Mm. Um and yeah, like um I think last week I mentioned how I was I, I was trying to bake this like put a javascript on someone else's website that would open up uh, an iframe that's full size like blocks the whole screen that's right and then i thought that that wouldn't work so i reached out to my one of my best friends that like um like he he has a lot more experience than i do for front end development Mm -hmm. i mean he he truly is a full stack developer he but me i've most of my career has been back end so like front end i'm not so great (laughs) so yeah and and already like he he proposed some things that i didn't even know about like this thing called the shadow dom oh yeah (laughs) dude like i didn't even know it. i I had no idea what it was
1: i feel like it's a word
0: i've heard before but i yeah exactly i had seen it mentioned in places but i never done anything with it Mm -hmm. um so so yeah so so it sounded like a perfect solution so i I was very able to very quickly have a prototype using it, but okay. then it had the exact same problem that uh, uh-huh. my other solution had okay because <laughs> well, one of my, my one of my problems is that in this in this div that I'm going to display over the screen, I want people to be able to like enter a username password mm-hmm. and uh, uh, with a shadow DOM, like password managers don't have access to it, so they Wait, can't so pre what is a shadow DOM before we before we go any well, further? Well, it's, it's it's like you, you can create an, a separate document inside the DOM. Okay. So, like, so inside an element, you could have this, this the whole other, like, sandbox document. Oh, whoa. And that means it has its own styles, so it doesn't inherit any of the styles of oh. the parent document. Oh, wow. So, yeah, like, it really sounds like a perfect solution. Yeah, absolutely. But, but the, the problem reader, is, yeah, most most. Password managers use like, like a a query select to find the password fields, and to and to like hover over like sure. an element over it, and mm-hmm. so that they don't have access to the shadow DOM. So yeah, so right away it was like oh great, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> but I learned something new today, so that's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so I'm so I'm going back to the iframe solution. Okay. Yeah, and the trick was, is just to. Because to recap, the problem with the iframe was that um, a password manager would would not as- would not associate that password that she gave it with the current domain name. It would yeah. associate it with the domain of the iframe. Mm-hmm. So, but if I create a subdomain for every for every site, then it's not going to be a problem. Like mm-hmm. they'll remember the password for that subdomain, but they won't. There won't be any conflict with any other potential sites.
1: Right. With the with the shadow DOM, is there a way to like trick the password managers into realizing that the thing you're using in the shadow DOM is actually a password manager, or sorry, is an actual password field?
0: Um, I don't I don't think so. I mean, I, I did explore the the problem um, in like GitHub, mm-hmm. basically all the open source password managers. They okay. had the same issues, so they have some workarounds where they'll hide a password field in the parent document. So that's what the password manager will fill in. Mm-hmm. And I think then that somehow they go and set it in the shadow DOM. Oh, I see. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't really look into it. Like it seemed like at that point I was like, no, this this, this doesn't solve the problem. I knew the iframe would work with subdomains, so I just mm-hmm. I'm just going back to that solution. Like, okay, it works. Fair yeah. Much. But uh, but otherwise, I was I was I was trying to like to like dog food the solution itself with the solution. Okay. <laughs> and so I sort of like went down this rabbit hole of like inception. Like just how could I build the solution using the solution itself? Hmm. And uh, in the end, it's just it's just ridiculous. Like it's like I'm over engineering this, and it's like no no really all I need now is just a proof of concept to. So that I can demonstrate it in in that side project that I'm trying to build. Right. It's just so I can demonstrate, like, oh, look, here's this other SaaS that I that I'm using for it. Mm-hmm. So really, I just need to like have a working prototype. Like, it doesn't even have to be the actual code that I will be building. Right. So so this week it's like that's it. This week I'm just building. I'm just building a solution just for this demo. Okay. And and i'm not trying to reuse any code like this is this is not the solution that i'm going to, that i'm going to be releasing this is not even the mvp this is really just like a stubbed out total demo basically mm-hmm. okay yeah that makes sense that makes sense but yeah i mean i always i always fall in these traps where i start to over engineer it overthink it and it's like oh, this would be so amazing you know like this would and yeah in the end in the end, I'm getting sidetracked. Like, no, yeah. no, what's, Im- what's important is building this side project to yeah. demonstrate this service, um, you know, and, and then after that, it's just to collect emails for people that are interested in signing up to the service so that yeah. I can actually talk to people and see what their needs are, and, and then I can actually build it. Right. Yeah, that makes that was a good gut check of just like, oh, yeah,
1: like there's the important thing here, <laughs> and we need to do the
0: most important thing. Exactly. And yeah, and especially when I start to scope it out, I'm going, "Whoa, this is huge!" You know, I'm still, I'm still just an one developer here. Like, yeah, uh, I can't, I can't build all this like in any reasonable time. Mm-hmm. But if I can build just the minimum to to show to show how powerful it will be, mm-hmm. and to start collecting emails and talking to people, mm-hmm. then then I can justify hiring someone to help you build it. Or true, sure. true. Sure or finding an an MVP that I can build myself um, for the requirements that people have expressed to me. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And that's a good point because if people really, if this is a problem that people really have, then they're going to be willing to deal with something that's not so it's not perfect. It's not shiny. um, It does, it gets a specific job done in a specific set of circumstances. And maybe
0: that's what's important here. Exactly. That's it. Like, you know, like when I'm scoping it out, I have you know, maybe I identified fifty different use cases. Mm-hmm. But when I talk to people, maybe, you know, I just need three of them for the MVP. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be my goal. I hopefully that that's what I'm doing this week. Like by the end of this week I have a working prototype and I can actually record a demo of the side project and start building that in public and actually start talking about all of it in public. Right.
1: Very cool. Yeah. The world is yeah. dating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah so that's that was my, that was my week and that's going to be what uh, this week is going to be all about very cool very how cool. about yourself
1: yeah week was busy uh my i'm doing a lot of like fun work on just from the uh freelancing i've been doing it's a lot of like data loading and a lot of like so I'm spinning up a bunch of servers and I'm doing a bunch of CPU intensive activity and then writing it down. Like I've never done work like that before and it's super fun. I like yeah, it's it's a great time. I'm really enjoying it. But other than that, I actually had a um some of my family in town. My mom was in town. I that doesn't happen very often, so I was with her all weekend in the blistering heat. Oh um, my <laughs> oh, god, it was savage. We were out at a we were out at a uh like a street festival hanging out and we're having lunch and we're like stuck to our chairs like it's so hot (laughs) so we're we're in the it's like it was like 30 degrees in the shade or 35 degrees in the shade it was super humid too so we uh so we ended up just kind of kicking it at home after that it's like that was on saturday and on sunday morning i woke up and was like man i can't go outside again like i'll walk the dog but that's it like i'm just i'm done
0: yeah, this is not going to convince her to come back to Montreal.
1: <laughs> yeah, by the, end, by the end. She was like, oh, you know, I'll be happy to go back to Halifax where the weather's like 25. <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. But uh, no, actually, yeah. pretty good.
0: It's been insane this week. Thank oh, it's been crazy. Yeah.
1: I, I, I lo- and that's, That comes from somebody who loves the heat. Like my favorite weather is like 30 to 35 with humidity. Like, let's go. But it was over forty, like it was terrible. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it was. Yeah, like t- Tuesday, I went to judo in the evening, and but it was still super hot. Like, and oh. and my sensei does not believe in AC. Like, <laughs> says uh-huh. no, that you know that that makes you weak. You need to, yeah. <laughs> you need to like survive this ridiculous sauna temperature. Um. Mm. So so Tuesday was like unbearable, but. A, it was okay, but Thursday, I like, I didn't want to go because it was too hot. But I had such a bad day, like, so much stress from work that I felt like I needed the workout to work out to relieve the stress. Yeah. So I went, and, yeah, I was useless. It was so hot. And, like, I'd, I'd, I'd do one throw, and then I'd be, like, bent over trying to catch my breath. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's been it's been nuts in Montreal. It's just been crazy. Hopefully we get a thunderstorm soon and that helps a little bit. So yeah, other than that, um, been thinking more about my goals, been setting more kind of personal goals, setting more professional goals, trying to figure out what I want to do. And um, I was hoping I could we could do like a brainstorming session about kind of a project I have in mind and where I want to go with it. And you know, kind of some some clear steps and timelines and that kind of thing. I was hoping for some feedback and maybe some input from you if you're if you're cool with that. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So like, I'm I'm good to just like give everything out because I'm like execution to me is what matters, and the project is so small that I don't really care. So so like kind of building in you know, in public completely. Um, basically, what I discovered was, and we talked about it a little bit on the podcast before, of just that as I've been doing some of the work for my freelancing project, I realized that the way we communicate data around is really annoying. Um, I've been working, you know, I'm doing work in Python, I'm doing work in SQL, I'm moving things back and forth to Excel sheets I'm trying to share things in Slack. And I mean, markdown tables are the, they're the superior form of communicating data over Slack. And uh, Microsoft Teams has a really solid integration with Excel. You can copy paste stuff around and it renders as markdown, apparently. I have to check it out, but that's what my friends who are in that ecosystem say. And it said, like, we should have the same experience for Slack. So what I was finding myself doing was I was going to this microsite, this, like this mark, markdown creating microsite. And uh, the experience on it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was like a bastardized version of Excel where you like have to like right click and like adding a adding a, <laughs> a a column is like three is like a three menus deep. <laughs> it's oh like my. that that's like the one thing you do very commonly, like adding rows, adding columns. So um, I was thinking to me the, the best experience would be I just wanna copy some text, paste it in there, and just have it be smart enough to realize there's some data here, I'm just gonna do some parsing and see if I can render it as a markdown table. Um, I have, because like, you know, there's a lot of things we can render as tables. You can render JSON as a table. You could, you know, there's the simple stuff, CSVs, etc. cetera. Um, there's also like data that you paste out of Google Sheets, anything like that. So my thought was, well, what would be nice is if, you know, the optimal experience would be to paste some stuff into Slack, hit enter, and then have Slack be smart enough to realize oh, this is a table, let me re-render re-render it for you as a table. So what I was thinking was, I'll create a, a, a simple a, a, a version of what I wanna do as a microsite, and I wanna have that site advertise a Slack plugin that does this, uh, that does this markdown table formatting. So what I've been thinking is, um, I'm trying to figure out with my one-year goal, so my goal right now is 1,000 recurring, monthly recurring, by September first,
0: twenty twenty, or back in time, I'm making a goal. You
1: know, those by are the
0: best kind of goals. <laughs> you build a time machine, exactly. <laughs> Step one: build a time
1: machine. <laughs> Step two: make a thousand dollars in MRR. There you go. Won Step so three: more. profits. Exactly. Um, no, so by twenty twenty two, September first, twenty twenty two. So, um, so right now, uh, I'm. We were chatting a little bit before we started recording, and. Right now I have a revenue goal, but at this point it's, okay, so it's time to take that and break that into smaller things that I can then start acting on. So the first thing that I'm kind of thinking of is I need to do like a real, real simple kind of proof of concept technologically of, okay, um, I'm very sure that I can build the browser portion of this, Um, that doesn't seem hard at all. But if if the money part is the Slack plugin, what I wanna do is figure out what is the experience that I can offer from the uh, from Slack's perspective to, to deliver the value. Um, because you don't necessarily want, people are just writing text and then the Slack bot's like, I could turn that into a table. And it's just like a bunch of lines of text with some spaces. Um, that's probably not the best experience um, to have Slack just reformatting everything you do as a table. So, um, I need to do a a really rough proof of concept just to see like, okay, what can it look like in Slack? What do I want the experience to be? What's annoying? What's not? And then from there say, okay, um, how can I take this and turn it into a site and and that sort of thing. So I think the first step in this goal is doing a very, very rough proof of concept inside of Slack. Um, And then the... The next part will be, okay, how do we begin driving traffic to this thing? How can I, how can I start marketing this? So, uh, the, what I have so far is I know that, so what I'm thinking in terms of marketing channels is there's lots of discussion going on, uh, inside of subreddits, uh, that sort of thing. And people are doing all sorts of Markdown related stuff, posting like in data science wikis in, I'm seeing it a lot in like, um, Crypto subreddits and other things anywhere where people are uh, are replying with data. Um, sometimes using uh, like uh, Stack Overflow does a lot of um, markdown tables and that sort of thing. Any any anywhere where there's a markdown editor present and people are communicating with tables. So I know there's a lot of discussion going on in these different places. So one of my so my first step was I was going to do use my I've never subscribed to Ahrefs but I was going to use a free trial there and say like. How does the current list of people who are people like these sites that generate markdown tables, where are they linked to? How does this work and figure out like, okay, what makes the because microsites are very interesting. And when you do one thing, you're not blog posting, you're not doing all of this stuff. Who's linking to you and how do you show up at the top of um, at the top of the search results? So kind of going on a little quest of figure of learning a little bit about like how do microsites currently market themselves and you know what does the landscape kind of look like in terms of build link building. Um so in terms of setting I'm trying to set some goals here. So at least for the next thirty days, I've got lined up I need to build a small slack proof of concept and I need to start marketing. I think I need to start market, marketing right now. So I don't know, what do you think? Like I could Buy a domain and put up a landing page and be like, "Hey, what's up? I'm here." Um, but with a with a site that just provides one very useful feature and that's it. Like, do you put in like an email? Like, do I put up an email collection form that just that's like, "Hey, I'll let you know when it's launched. <laughs> I'll let you know when you can use this site." I don't know. Do you think that's useful? Do you think that's worthwhile doing?
0: Well, well, first of all, if if you're building a this free micro SaaS like mm-hmm. for generating markdown tables, yeah um I think that that in itself like will gets shared by by people mm-hmm. right like if you know if you share it on on a reddit um, subreddit where people are constantly sharing markdown tables like it might it might be useful like this. Mm-hmm. I just had a, a, another idea. Maybe when you generate the markdown, you should have a, a backlink. <laughs> generate a backlink also. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I, uh,
1: okay. Yeah, I've been thinking about like, I mean, the the first, you know, kind of the first iteration is it does the thing. And then the second iteration are things like, oh, it saves your history in your local storage or something like that. So you can always go back and and link to uh, to, you can have a, a list of all the things that you did. And then, like, oh, I can link directly to my table or things like that.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, a lot of these like single, single feature like free sites like they they get shared, right? I mean, think of like URL shorteners. Like, you don't have to sign up and create an account. Uh, you you just go there and paste a URL and it shortens it. Then you mm. copy you copy paste that wherever you wanted it. I'm I'm thinking it this is kind of the same model it's like it, it becomes this tool that people use the best the best thing would be that when people use it if if it's obvious how they generated that markdown like by generating a backlink that might be one way that's a really but good one. but maybe not maybe just, people will just add it you know like if it if it starts getting used on a subreddit well maybe that subreddit will actually add the link to their, to their FAQ or their, you know, the sidebar in totally. the subreddit. Like, here's a useful tool for sharing markdown tables. That's a great point, yeah.
1: Because yeah, it's like, you if, could, if you're serious about your rules and it's like, oh, you want to do this, then have it be a markdown table with a link to that. Yeah. Tool with a link to the thing.
0: But like, that's it. You could reach out to moderators of those subreddits. Like, hey, here's a, here's a free tool. Like, you might want to add it to your sidebar that people can use to to easily make markdown tables to share. So, so I think there's probably not that much research to be done mm-hmm. there, like to know how, you know, I don't know, unless you wanted to do some guest blog posts in certain places. But I think at first it might just be as simple as just creating it and then sharing it. Yeah. And have and maybe maybe having to convince a few influential people to to use it mm-hmm. and to talk about it. Yeah, but that could be different depending on the channel, right? In a subreddit, it might be a moderator. Uh, um, in a different Slack channel, it mm-hmm. might be just someone that's active. Okay,
1: so then taking it back to deliverables, then. So, like, because I agree, I think there's a lot of opportunities to market something like this. Um, does it make... I guess, yeah, like, I think I agree with you. I think it's as long as you can build something quick, because the, the uh, emphasis on the quick, then you can begin... It can begin being useful for um, for everyone. And then you can start linking it to people. You can start sharing it as you build more features, as you...
0: Um I mean, to to keep the scope as small as possible, you could just concentrate on one channel. Like, maybe it's one subreddit in particular or... let's say you know that 80% of the time they're just copying from Excel. So that's Mm -hmm. the only use case you need to implement first. Mm. Like if they're just copying from Excel, then then just provide that use case. Great point. So just go over to the site, paste your Excel data into it, and it generates a markdown table that then you can copy paste into the subreddit. Mm -hmm. Great point. Yeah, because that
1: would be, yeah, that's going to make it a lot easier to do everything <laughs> yeah. then you actually have a position that you can follow
0: Yeah, and then you might go in another subreddit or a slack group or somewhere else another watering hole and then notice that they're copy pasting their data from elsewhere so they right. get to support that scenario or oh no they're, they're using JSON so you need to support that scenario mm-hmm. but I think it's easy when it's a free tool I think you know it, it it's not going to be spammy to share it in these in these channels mm-hmm. it's actually a useful tool and it's free i think people will share it and use it
1: fair enough i love your your point too, about the um, about creating link backs is there a way to um, yeah is there a quick way to to provide a a backlink via this tool like almost like yeah. a watermark
0: yeah i mean maybe it's just adding a final row that you know, that there's a call span of all the columns and it just generated by and then your your domain name yeah and sure people can delete it if they want mm-hmm. but uh, most you know most likely they they won't some people won't because yeah they, you know thanks yeah thanks for generating this I will gladly leave the the backlink
1: okay so I think that the next part port there so I agree with you I think that's something free and useful um, Get shared, and I can think of a lot of different ways to to share that, and especially with relevant people. Um, so now I'm thinking. So so it seems then like the next big thing, because I I do uh, I do want to target Slack specifically as a means of sharing. Right. Um, that to have a an email capture there, that's like so the the tool is front and center and useful, and then right you know at the fold or whatever, there's like the Slack logo or something like that. That you can scroll down or immediately. That's just like, hey, do you want this as a Slack bot? That's launching. Like, put your email in here and see if I can um, see if I can drive email
0: signups for something like this. Absolutely, yeah. No, I think that it, you definitely that because if you're going to do any marketing, like it would be a lost opportunity not to try to capture emails. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're not you're not putting like a, a registration wall in front of the no. tool because that that's just. Yeah, that that will impair the marketing efforts. Absolutely. But if it's just maybe it's like when you, you know, submit to generate the markdown table, well on that results page, like there's there's a banner like hey, would you would you like to have a, this tightly integrated as a as a Slack bot? Then sign up here for the waiting list. Right.
1: Yeah. And at least then it's like even from day one as it's getting shared if people yeah. are interested in it. Great. And if they're not interested in it, then I guess we're gonna find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's it. And if you concentrate on one channel, like really the, the, the most popular use case to start getting feedback from that community and then then the scope is really small, right? It's like, all right, my 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 target is this subreddit, right? So who who am I gonna pitch it to in that subreddit? How would I pitch it? and that that sort of guides you in like how what do i build like yeah it's like okay they're gonna they're pasting to cut copy pasting data from excel um, so yeah that's the only feature i'm going to implement and um, share it with the moderator saying hey you know do you do you want to add it to the sidebar as a useful tool mm. get some of the people to use it whenever you see they're they're pasting markdown data markdown tables mm. hey you know i've have you seen this tool <laughs> for for doing that more easily? Right. And you could also have on, on your site, once you've generated the markdown for them, you could have um, a sign-up form. So, like, do you want to be notified when we add other uh, format, mm-hmm. like other inputs? Right. Like right now, we only support copy-pasting from Excel, mm-hmm. but do you want to be notified when we add support for other sources? Right.
1: Yeah, because I ultimately, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a great point because in my mind I'm like, oh, it's a magical text field, and you paste a bunch of stuff in there. That also feels like a license to just uh, pr- uh, procrastinate and be like, oh, but it doesn't oh, support yeah. this yet. It doesn't support this yet, and it's like, yeah, it's oh, exactly. Magic, it's not that
0: magic. Exactly. No, you're go- you're gonna you're never gonna ship then. <laughs> no. You're gonna go. Oh no! If they copy paste JSON, like it throws an error, and mm. yeah, because I think. Just delivering this MVP, might be the first thing I would do, like before even trying to, to have a proof of concept that it can be done with a Slack bot. A Slack bot. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because I guess even even now, like as we're having this conversation, I can hear that voice in the back of my head that's like, "Ooh, does this? Is there a clear route to monetization with something like this?" And I'm I'm letting that scare me a little bit of just like, "Oh yeah, I mean, when you build something free and you," but this is this is something I get stuck on a lot of like when you help people. You should probably just help them first before you ask them for anything
0: in return. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's like if if you if you build this and nobody wants to use it, well, then it's like, great. Who who cares what your plans were for monetization? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's like it's like you can't even get people in, in the top of the funnel. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, because because I think you can get a uh, an MVP out there pretty quickly. That's why I would say just just build it. Yeah. Because this is kind of hard to like to spend much time doing research and yeah, it's like you can ask people, would you use this free tool? Like yeah, <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, everyone's gonna say yes. I would use this free tool. <laughs> sure.
1: Who are you? Go away now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's clear that people already do from the fact that a couple of these sites already exist as microsites and they just show ads or whatever and
0: that's it. Right. Yeah, and I, I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't put ads on it. No, me either. Like, it's, yeah, like, well, like maybe in the future, if if that's the only way you you had to monetize it, mm-hmm. then sure, add ads. But at the beginning, like no people, way. a lot of people would just get turned off if there's ads. And oh they yeah, won't it's okay. share it. And, yeah. No, 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 no. i I can do better than ads. Because yeah, because I think the Slack bot is a very good idea. Like, yeah, because that's really the. Um,
1: well, I guess I guess that's the one thing that I have in mind. And maybe I'm even getting ahead of myself with that, that I'm thinking, oh yeah, I want to build this. Or I, I know that, or what I think is that this is possible. or There's a way to do this. And I'd like to explore Slack a little bit more to be like, oh, what does this actually look like? Like, how can I, um, um, what would this look like? Or yeah, like what, I guess like, what's the user experience there from the Slack side of you pay something in and it's like, oh, it's very clearly a table. I'll just format it for you. Or whatever. Yeah. I I'm not sure what the I'm not sure what the right thing to do is there but I just want to see what's possible.
0: Yeah. I mean I think it's it's not necessary. I think you could just start with the free tool and mm. start getting traction then you can, you know, what's what's it's out there like the marketing is going to be pretty simple like just mm. maybe spending an hour a day sharing it out, sharing it and then then you could start working on the Slack prototype mm. uh, or if you start talking to people, you might realize that maybe the discord prototype is more important than, Oh yeah. It could be, you know, like you were talking about crypto. Like I think there's more crypto communities on discord than Slack. Mm, interesting. That's a good point. Okay. So
1: thinking aloud then. So my first goal is to figure out like, how do I, um, or what do I want to do for, uh, like what is the next month? Like, if this is the product, then in the next month, I'm going to build the tool. I mean, that's not going to take very long, especially if the, my main, if my goal is to support um, like markdown tables out of Excel and uh, Google Sheets. Yeah. Um, and then to be able to say, all right, w- given that that I can launch super quickly, um, and I can have some, I can do like a really rough design um, ahead of time, and then yeah, just ship that and start sharing it around with a with a email capture at the bottom and then see what happens share it around and that kind of thing yeah exactly all right so that that'll be my plan then so for the next month um build the proof build the build the free tool get it up and running and start sharing it around um it would be really nice to set a goal for like a number of signups or email subscribers based on discord or whatever like based on the integration that's interesting um, and then to set a goal for a number of either it could be either number of email signups or number of visits. Yeah, I think setting, I think I want to do email signups as a more concrete goal because it, it I don't know, at least for me, it's like, oh, you've as because you don't necessarily have to have a lot of visits in order to know that you're. Um, you're making a bet on conversion rate. I guess that's a better way to put it. With email signups, you're making a bet on conversion, less so on oh, just on
0: overall traffic. Yeah, I think that's more important because it's really it's hard to set like a fixed amount of emails that you want to collect. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that would justify building it, but it's you know it's hard if you post it on a Slack channel that doesn't have is not very active right now in the summer. Mm-hmm. Then you might not get a lot of emails, but. But if but if you find out that but wait the traffic that came there like, like forty percent of the people put in their email, mm-hmm. like even though that's only four, four people that's exactly. like that's like whoa I think I'm onto something here. Totally, it's a it's a high percentage. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, it would be nice to get
1: like ten signups in the next month. Launch the product and get enough uh, get enough traffic. To generate ten email signups in a month, I say ten because I have no idea what a reasonable conversion rate would look like or how to even begin casting a net. But it's like I need to put something down.
0: Right. Yeah. For conversion, you can. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to to know what yeah. the conversion rate is for this kind of this kind of thing, like a free tool. That yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what to. I keep hearing for SaaS like you know like one one to four percent. It seems to be like, like a good conversion rate for a SaaS product, but uh, this is not a SaaS product. No. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, not yet. This is this is a free tool mm-hmm. with a teaser for like a, a SaaS product. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it makes
1: sense then to be like, I think I'm going to put down 10. I don't know if it's reasonable or not, but uh, at least next month when I do my roundup, I can think like, all right, how did this go? Cause I'm going to, at this point, like I'm still a newbie in, in terms of everything. So I don't know how to, how to expect, I don't know what to expect. So I'll put it down and maybe I smoke it, which would be great. And maybe I learn a bunch of stuff and it turns out that that's, um, I can, cal- I can calibrate much better for next month.
0: Right. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you could make a guess of what the funnel would look like. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So if I want 10 signups at a 1% conversion rate, that means there's like a thousand visitors. Great. So that means I, I post the link and I I'm expecting a thousand people to follow it. Mm-hmm. Well then yeah, then yeah, if you're posting it in a subreddit that only has five hundred people, then that's doesn't make sense, right? Like mm. so you know you gotta post it multiple places to get those thousand visitors. Right. And then for each each one of those channels you could estimate like what's the The click-through rate for that channel Mm -hmm. if the subreddit has a thousand people and yeah
1: so maybe that's a better goal maybe maybe because i don't yet have a clear idea or anything like that of a conversion rate maybe what makes sense is to say all right well maybe i just need to go for eyes like just get it in front of go get a thousand people to see it through any means
0: i mean i think yeah i think that's that's a better goal because It would also dictate what you do every day. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, if I got to get it in front of a thousand people, then, you know, these are the subreddits that I will target uh, based on how many people are active on those channels. Well, I need to target 10 of these channels.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Rather than be like, well, I'm going to post it here and then see how the conversion works. Exactly.
0: i was just gonna do a show, Hacker News, and then and then go drink. Yeah, exactly. Go <laughs> to the beach and let my internet dollars roll in. Yeah, that's how
1: that works. Thanks, internet. <laughs> okay, cool. I think that's a solid plan for the next month. Um, in terms of how much I have to do, uh, being able to enjoy the remaining weather, but also, like, making an increment, making a clear step towards where I want to be and what I want to do.
0: So, like, when when do you think you'll have a working prototype?
1: So, the actual, like, parsing and formatting and all that stuff, like, all of that receiving input and doing the work to have it be an output, I mean, that's my specialty. Like, it's basically back-end development. But... Uh, it's crafting the design and the experience around the front and it doesn't have to be great in the beginning it just has to work so I can have something not shiny that works pretty quickly um, figuring out how to just like I need a view I need to be able to have, like have a view that renders markdown and like have a text field that like on change apply and then um, uh, and then like render basically
0: right. so
1: that shouldn't take me more than a few days I would think. Now granted I am freelancing at the same time so like those days are variable but um, but I'll take a couple of Saturdays I'll throw a few Saturdays at it between drinking (laughs) between beer sessions.
0: So is it reasonable to say like it's in two weeks you have something and then you spend the next two weeks of the month marketing?
1: I think that's reasonable. Yeah I think that's reasonable.
0: Maybe two weeks of marketing might seem like a lot
1: Oh, it seems horrible from this side. <laughs> you gotta. I, well, I mean, you gotta start somewhere. So,
0: yeah. Well, I just think like it's a lot of marketing to do before you've you have any feedback. Mm. I don't know. Like, I like to I like to take it slow at first. Like, mm. maybe just do one channel and maybe reach out. You know, like do one post in that channel, then reach out to a few people maybe directly in that channel. Mm and so then that turns into a few back and forth exchanges like right. you know it's not like so much i'm just gonna here's a list of 50 websites that i'm gonna post it to <laughs> and then, yeah. like, and then yeah. you just grind like every day yeah i'm gonna post it to five yeah because it would be better to have a bit of uh two-way interaction
1: not just a yeah cramming a shotgun down <laughs> people's
0: throats exactly like i mean you might even want the first place you post it to is like hey i just built this could you please test it like i need I want to make sure that it, it works on Windows, on Mac, on Linux. Mm. You know, because who knows when you copy-paste from... That's a great point, from too. A, you know, co- when you copy-paste on a Mac, is it different than on a Windows? Like, the actual content of the clipboard, is it different?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great so, point. Yeah,
0: and it, a you know, point. And, you know, and it's a kind of mm-hmm. a easy way to get people to use it mm-hmm. by asking them for, for feedback or to better test it. Totally. So, yeah, I think I try to get a bit more talking to people as quickly as possible.
1: Yeah, that's something that I, it's interesting because I was thinking more about the. I, I guess I was looking at it as so simple that I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'll just put it out there and see see what people are interested, like if people are using it and that sort of thing. I'm neglecting the talking to people aspect of it. Yeah. I, I need to figure out how to have conversations with people.
0: Because I think you, you can get that going very quickly. And you don't even have to worry about the polishing, you know, making the site beautiful and really simple. It's like, you know, if I can, if this is a, a if people have this need of like making markdown tables so that they can easily share these forums, like mm. then I think they'll put up with a really ugly website, mm. at least the very early, early adopters. Totally.
1: Okay, so let me amend this goal then. So I'll say that maybe it's two weeks of dev But rather than have it be two weeks of marketing, it's more like at least a week of recruiting um, people to help test and get some initial feedback. Um, And then maybe a week of marketing. But maybe it's like a week of marketing is really like a week of sending it around to some of these specific communities and um, uh, sending it around to specific communities, but with the goal of having conversations with people about it. Yeah, so it's like recruiting testers and then also recruiting user interviews.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't for this kind of tool. I I don't know how easy it would be to actually get people on the phone. Yeah. But you might be able to start, you know, some a private exchange on DM or Mm -hmm. or email.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll need to uh, I'll need to put some thought into that because you're right, like talking to people is the is the critical piece and it's just like for some for something so simple like are people is are people going around all day saying like god damn it like why is this not fixed i mean maybe they are for me it was like a real pain in the ass to be like oh i want it to look nice and then the set of tools that i have just be like this stupid can't believe that i can't believe we're stuck in this like caveman world of just i have to like edit this shit
0: myself um, well, that's it. I mean, that could be like a Twitter thread where you explain that story right
1: mm-hmm.
0: I w- this is what I was doing uh, and it was a pain in the ass, and I tried these alternatives and you know I wanted to build something simpler, so this is what I built and then you can share that thread mm-hmm. on wherever it's popular to share Twitter threads like indie hackers, I think is a good example. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think many people share markup tables there.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if they're...
0: I don't even know, I don't even know, know if support they support
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at Cortland. Come on, Cortland. I want to share my revenue yeah. in a table.
0: Exactly. Don't Please even add support. support. Tables. <laughs> Bullshit.
1: <laughs> I thought you cared about the community. Okay. So, tr- yeah. So, I think it, I think it's going to end up being a mix of getting the word out there get so I, I love the idea of recruiting testers i think i totally agree with you there's too many combinations of os browser um like and source destination whatever and then um the second half being like getting some so getting some initial uh help with testing and everything like that on one hand and then the, the other part being doing the initial stages of marketing sharing it out with the goal of really trying to talk to people of how they what workflows look like when they do this. um, and how how it ends up working.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The talking could also be in the forum, like in public. True. Right like here, like can you please test this and tell me if if it doesn't work, you know, which browser you're using and which OS and Mm -hmm. and then you might have like a thread going with people commenting, Yeah, I tried it with this and it's not working or just this weird quirk and with this combination Mm -hmm. and you know so you're yeah people are helping out you're you're thanking them you're engaging that could be the first interactions with that community Mm -hmm. yeah and then you you know the next day you post again hey I this is the bug fixes that I that you guys helped me identify I I fixed them all Mm -hmm. can you give it another try yeah absolutely and then yeah, maybe and then people might just start using it. Like mm-hmm. like you, you haven't officially launched it yet and but you've introduced it and people have tried it and they didn't encounter any problems with it. That's it. They're sold. <laughs> they they're using it from now on in that forum.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. I think I think as the first month, I think that makes sense. Um there seems like an achievable amount of stuff there. Um and That'll also give me a sense of direction for the next month.
0: Yeah, and I think it might help you to to really scope down the the first version, yeah. right? It's like the goal is just to ask people to test it. That's that's the goal. Yeah, totally. So you might not even need the um, the sign up form for the Slack bot yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. You because know, if that's like something else that's gonna slow you down, oh, now I'm gonna create a Mailchimp account, and <laughs> oh, now I gotta verify my domain, and I gotta, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just there's, a, it, you know, it's always an excuse to slow down. Yeah. But if you could just throw up a static site, you, you know, and just ask someone to to test it. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think yeah, it's focusing on the most important thing, and the most important thing right now is getting a prototype out that works. The second most important thing is, might be adding an email capture after that, but the most important thing is getting it tested and working.
0: Yeah, the, I mean the email capture. I think you you want it there before you start. Before you know you have something that that has a tiny little bit of traction, and yeah. you and you start sharing it in all these different channels. Mm-hmm. I think that's where like you don't want those efforts to go to be wasted where there's nowhere to capture leads for the real product. Right. Fair enough. Okay.
1: Cool. I think I have a plan.
0: Awesome. Fun.
1: Let me get started on this this week. This will be fun. <laughs> I'll get, it, get to have fun in the wild world of JavaScript. Yeah. Because it'll all be client-side, effectively. So I guess I could do it server-side, but meh.
0: Like, oh, really? None of it's going to be server-side?
1: I was thinking about doing it all client-side. Just, I mean, okay. it's a little... It's just like... Um, I, I don't know. I see it kind of similar to like... Linters, like if you ever like throw JSON into a linter just to format it, because you're you're like me and you can't remember the like six key combinations in Sublime to (laughs) to lint your
0: JSON. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I'm always afraid of doing something pure client side because basically it's open source now; (laughs) Mm. (laughs) They, they have access to all the source. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't matter because. Your, and your your product is is going to be server side. Your product is a slack bot. yeah. so yeah. even if they stole all your JavaScript, it's like then they have to build a slack bot with it and mm-hmm. then they have to you know provision some servers to run it on, and it's like no no, no the, at that point they're just going to pay you to exactly. yeah,
1: because yeah, ultimately the fix that I have in mind is
0: <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> the fix I have in mind is a inexperience fix for Slack. There's there's a few workflows that are super annoying, like let's just fix it and clean all this up. Now how that works, not super sure. But I guess we'll get there. We'll we'll get
0: there in the end. There's other markdown based like platforms too, right? Like isn't subreddit like markdown based?
1: Uh yeah. Yep.
0: Okay I don't I've never actually Used Subredder, uh Sorry, Substack. So,
1: oh Substack. I,
0: oh, I don't yeah. Know. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, I was talking. Um, I meant Substack.
1: Mm. Oh no, I don't know.
0: Like I think their editor for for your newsletter is a Markdown editor. Mm. So that so that might be another like user base that well, that are that want to be able to cut and paste tables. Sure.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Actually, too, it might be useful to look at. Um, it might be useful to look at uh,
0: medium. Yeah, medium also. G- uh, Ghost. Ghost is definitely a markdown editor.
1: So yeah, like beautiful. Be- yeah, especially if people are drafting in Microsoft Word or something like that, and they could like literally take their Microsoft Word table and paste it in and get a exactly. get a, a markdown table.
0: Yeah, no, the that's it. There's plenty. There's there seems to be plenty of different markets for this. So I think the the goal is to get a prototype out there, see, and then test those different channels. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So it's off to work. Yeah, cool. I gotta get a prototype together. You've given me a lot more things to think about. Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, I have a couple channels in mind, but you're you're full of ideas. This is great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no
0: problem. Yeah, but I mean that's that's a that's a it's, it's a perfect example right like where you you experience this problem yourself like Mm -hmm. you were you were trying to share data with someone else on slack and and yeah it was a pain in the ass and you found other tools out there that that will generate markdown tables but they're really slow and they're they're cumbersome the interface is not intuitive Mm -hmm. so you're scratching your own edge but you know it's nice to know that yeah but they're Markdown is really popular. it's not just on Slack that it's popular. It's, it's you know it's used by Reddit. It's used by a Substack by Ghost. But I'm sure there's a bunch of other places that are using it also.
1: Yeah, I mean Stack Overflow is the other one that I know. People tend to share things a little less. Uh, I mean sometimes with like e, not ER diagrams, but like I know and I've asked a few questions on the uh, on like the database Substacks or a database related questions and they're like, print out your, uh, give tell us what your schema is and like some entry data. And it's like pasting markdown tables of examples of your data, that sort of thing.
0: Okay, yeah. So yeah, so I think getting the prototype out quickly, just so you can start seeing how people are gonna use it, yeah. maybe talk to them. Cause maybe, yeah, maybe the Slack bot is not, is not the solution. Yeah, could be. You know, maybe you'll discover that there's a there's a bigger market for maybe Substack. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know they're 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 paying to use Substack. Like they're they're you know they're they're making money from a newsletter and they want to they want to have pretty tables in their newsletter. Well,
1: now you can yeah. easily. <laughs> yeah I wonder if 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 the answer ends up becoming like a plug for Google sheets or whatever and it's like <laughs> copy as markdown or whatever it ends up being I don't know
0: yeah yeah that too
1: only one way to find out
0: yeah but yeah I mean the the difference between this and power importer is that i I was talking to people that were already spending money to solve a problem mm. and i'm offering like another paid solution but that's simpler mm-hmm. so like that that's much different and that you know people are willing to talk to you on the phone for that because right because yeah they got a problem they're already paying to solve if mm. you can solve it for less money or more easily like they're willing to talk
1: yeah because i i will so, admit there's you know you and i have talked about offline about other ideas and one thing about this is I look at this and think like I, I'm drawn to it because I've had the problem, but it does feel a little bit like a kind of a cheap problem of just like, oh, it's, it's like fixing a hole in, in Slack or f- fixing this like thing that I was really annoyed by. Cause I want to look good. I want to look good when I, when I put stuff into Slack and part of me is like, it's nice to have found a problem that I can, that is quite small that I can begin solving technically and spend time marketing and have it be sticky enough that people are like, oh yeah, it's a Slack plugin and it works. That's cool. Um, But I am a little bit worried that I would love to solve business problems. And I guess this is part of the, this is like a problem of the people who work for the business, not necessarily of the business itself. So I don't know how that'll fly, but part of me does think like, maybe I need to be spending my time on a higher value problem, not to just take everything we talked about and like throw it out the window or anything, but I definitely have a well, I mean, again, I'm so full of uncertainty that I'm like, Well, this is uncertain, but then there's also this other thing that's uncertain, but at least they have money and they're willing to spend it because they care about these things.
0: Right. So Well, that's why I guess I'm suggesting that you, you ship quickly. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't spend too much time on this. Like Agreed. don't start writing a business plan of this is how I'm gonna <laughs> recruit, you know, substack newsletter writers and and this is my five year plan. <laughs> yep. You know, it's like this is like it's a free tool, first of all, so like you know, it's more about getting your shipping muscles like mm-hmm. exercised. Sure. So just just ship something and start sharing it, and then maybe move on to that other idea while while you see if this gets traction there. Mm-hmm. But it's at least at least you ship something, you know you:
1: agree. I got to uh, yeah it's it's funny yeah. getting those muscles getting those shipping muscles going again it's like muscle memory you just yeah it's easy to have that perfectionist mindset so yeah we'll see I'll get started on it and let it rip and we'll see where it goes I mean at the, at, at the end of the month <laughs> the numbers will tell and <laughs> we'll see at the very least I'll get better at creating goals for myself which is probably a, a meta skill worth having
0: nice I'm looking forward to it do you know if you're going to be more active on Twitter?
1: Yes, yes. So some of my other goals uh, that I've been writing down for myself has been to tweet more. Like I'd love to, with the express idea of getting more followers. But I think I think I, my I think I have good thoughts and ideas, and I think sharing them out loud is a is a positive thing in general. So yeah. I'm setting a goal for myself to. I mean, I I want to say like I want to tweet once a day and. I think that that's doable as long as i when i'm i need to capitalize on my good days and realize like i've got a lot of good ideas and you just need to put them out as tweets and use buffer and just drip them out like right it's fine it's free just as long as it reads them out of a sheet a google sheet or whatever i can just keep popping (laughs) popping ideas in there but yes i I think being more um, being more out there in general like i think i watched you go through it when you were talking about like doing one week of marketing and one week of dev and of just like how difficult it was to make yourself do it but realizing that it's kind of that shallow work of like you got to do a little bit every day and not worry about it being like uh getting into a flow in order to do it it's just sprinkle yeah. your magic all over the internet
0: yeah and that was an example of uh, you know exercising a muscle. Like yes. Once I started marketing, yeah, it was super painful at first, but then it be, then I started just thinking about marketing all the time and coming up with new ideas, and yeah. and you'd get into the flow of it.
1: Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. I'm hope hopefully that that uh, it exercises that muscle for me enough that I it makes the hard thing that's about to come just a little bit easier. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know I said I was going to be more active on Twitter and I haven't. <laughs> I failed. Oh well. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I that's it. Like this week I was thinking too much about the architecture of this thing and building this this new SaaS. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I even started questioning my whole tech stack again. Like, oh well. Wow. You know, should this be more on the Jam stack and mm-hmm. Yeah. So then then, yeah, I finally woke up and said, "What the hell are you doing? Like this, you just need a demo for this. Yep. <laughs> you just need a demo, like." You know. Oh yeah, it's the perfect gut check. Yeah, so I'm going back to Ruby on Rails. Just gonna build a simple demo that runs on one virtual server and
1: all oh, reliable.
0: Yeah, exactly. If
1: that's what it takes, that's perfect. So hopefully next week you're ready
0: to unveil. Yes, I hope so. I hope to s- stop talking so vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: sure everybody is uh, interested to know what you've been working on.
0: Have you been listening to the Software Social podcast?
1: I have, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I'm up to date now, unless uh, there was a last episode that I missed. But but uh, like a few episodes before, Colleen was talking about maybe joining this other this this like open source project as a founder and but still doing the, the full-time job that she has oh wow and maybe working on a simple file upload like you know like one day a week or not even you know like oh just work on it a little bit <laughs> jeez and and um, I mean they were talking about that maybe they should put it on micro Acquire and sell it right
1: oh wow okay so i don't know how far i am back okay but so no so I, I i listened to an episode where she decided to join i guess i would like itunes must have given me the latest episode first so okay yeah, yeah, it's out of order but she either way order. she she joined uh, a project or or something yeah and i was like oh that's interesting like what's gonna happen with simple file upload like that seems like a good idea I and mean, people are paying her for
0: it she wants to sell it well no that's it like Michelle was saying she should sell it and but she was no oh, no like it's it's pretty much complete it's just like you know it just it, it could just run on the side now and make money and and uh yeah. and it's her and it's her baby she doesn't want to get rid of it and yeah like i i understood what she's talking about but i've seen it too often where i i put something on the back burner to just to just create passive income,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and but the problem is like yeah, competitors show up and start eating away at you, and then yeah. they're you know they they're at uh, they're on feature parity, feature equity with you or parity yeah feature parity, and and you know and eventually like yeah you you start losing that Your that market you have parody. yeah. Like it's it's so hard. You can't just put something on the back burner, and yeah, so would, yeah, I was, I was like, I was, I was like, yes, sell it, <laughs> sell it now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like if you're just gonna back burner it, like you're better off. Like I hear people say that it's like missing your exit. It's like know when the getting out is good. Because yeah, like I think that's a pretty popular podcast. I mean, I'm sure some enterprising person can just listen to those episodes of how she. Marketed it and just take
0: <laughs> yeah that exactly. for herself. take take that for or herself. or make a clone of it and start competing with her because oh absolutely they know that yeah. she's not working on it anymore like, mm-hmm. right it's like no I was I was thinking she should sell like now mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah I mean it, it is hard you know like it's it's your baby you built it it's pretty amazing that it's making this money now while you sleep yeah but you could sell it for like a 60x multiple of MRR mm-hmm. and then you've just you know you've just locked in 60 months of revenue like like that's yeah it's locked in you can't lose it now like yep. you and you know are most likely for the next 60 months you're going to be busy with these two other things this full-time job yeah, and this new yeah. venture
1: oh man it's like, um what is the venture I, I the the episode I listened to was she joined the project and there were two other people involved
0: yeah that's it it was basically that episode was just a copy of the other podcast so i have to be honest i i didn't listen to the whole episode okay yeah neither did i i listened to like the first half but i was like i don't know
1: what these people are doing like they didn't come out yeah exactly because oh it was because it was a cross post of their podcast yeah i think that like yeah if you're a listener of their project you're like oh of course i know know, what it is yeah this is yeah they have no
0: idea so, and I mean, I, I skipped to it because I wanted to know what, like, because <laughs> the episode that I listened to where Michelle was saying, you should list, you know, you should consider selling it if you, if you're going to move on to other things, mm. I, like, I, it was called the part one. So I was like, I need to know yeah, what, yeah. what she does. <laughs> yeah. So I skipped to the next episodes quickly. Mm. Uh, but then when, when in that one, when I heard that, okay, she, she, she started this partnership but it wasn't clear what it was they weren't saying what it was and mm-hmm. mm. i just i just skipped it in the end i, I had my answer yeah exactly the- <laughs> interesting
1: i wonder why she chose to do that i mean like she uh she sounds extremely prolific um in like every way like it she sounds like a truly brilliant person and like with her she does her um it, i'm not i'm not clear whether she's a, a freelancer or part of a larger consultancy But she sounds like she has, like, a shitload of, uh, uh, like, uh, like a huge um, deal funnel. Like, she's got work for ages, and she works a ton. Like, yeah, it's interesting to see, like, oh, I'm going to take on another project. Like, man, you're, wow, you're, that sounds totally crazy to me, but, I mean, all the power to you if you can manage it.
0: And and she has young kids. (laughs) And she's got young
1: kids, that's right, yeah. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, that's why I thought selling, selling, uh, simple file upload was like the best decision to make interesting yeah i'll have to go back and listen to that
1: and figure it out i love that podcast those two are fantastic yeah michelle's book has been blowing up rightly deserved i, I, I read a ton of the drafts of it uh, we talked about I that know. a little bit a few months ago but the, yeah i sat down and the
0: newsletter and,
1: yeah her yeah because her newsletter was like they were like the pre edits to the book itself. And she would like take them and edit them and turn them into chapters and like string them together and add examples and stuff. But she wrote her book like in public, basically you could, as long as you were on her list, you could get access to
0: early drafts. Okay.
1: And yeah, like it's so cool to see her succeed so publicly. Like she's such a, yeah, a great personality.
0: Yeah. It's definitely one of the podcasts that I listen to every episode. Mm -hmm.
1: I, was, I fell behind because I've been listening to a few ebooks lately. So, oh, okay. So it's just, yeah. I'm like
0: on, fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. Okay.
1: When I'm on the beach, I just got to. When I was on vacation, I was just like, okay, let's just throw on Dune.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, for some reason, I can't do ebooks. I mean, I, audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some, something about the pace that mm-hmm. just, I can't get into it. And I start daydreaming about other things and then i realize i'm not paying attention at all <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm there whoa what's going on what what scene are we in like yeah <laughs> yep. for you know for i do all my listening with podcasts so it doesn't matter if i <laughs> if i space out and I don't pay attention to an episode it's like whatever
1: yeah i tend to be the same so it's kind of nice to just like close my eyes when i'm laying around like when we were on vacation there we we're just Laying around, uh, or laying around the house, I could just close my eyes and listen to the uh, listen to the narrator just going through it. So it wasn't so bad. But yeah, if I was like mowing the lawn or something, I think I might have a wonderful it time. <laughs> it's like I, I hear about people who listen to like podcasts on three X, and they're like, "Oh, if I miss something, I just go back and listen to it again." And it's like, like how much time did you save? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe she'll sell. Maybe she will sell.
0: Yeah, so if anybody's looking for a, a micro SaaS, mm. I would reach out to Colleen. <laughs> Make her a
1: good offer. Yeah, she might change her mind.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, putting something on on autopilot like that, it's so it's so risky. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, especially if you um, kind of publicly state, "I'm going to put it on the back burner." Yeah, if you're actively trying to get customers. That doesn't sound like a great that doesn't sound like a winning strategy because if people find... well i mean like how likely is it that people are going to find out that it's that it's in maintenance mode
0: no like she said it's it's like ninety five percent built and it, it, you know and all the features are built out so it's not like it's it's uh it's not a complete product right so true. whoever's using it now like it 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 serves their needs and that is true that is that is pretty much on autopilot yeah but You know, how long before other people come up with clones that are, Mm -hmm. that have feature parity and are cheaper, like, you know, they can start competing on price or Mm -hmm. already she, at one point she said she was exploring the no code space. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. If she could build like a file uploader for that. Mm -hmm. And in the end she decided not to because she doesn't have the time, right? Like, you know, but that, those are the kind of things where the competitor will do them. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I don't know about you, but for any technical product, even like repos that I take as dependencies, it's like the first thing I do is check when the last commit was. So if it's like if you have a blog post from too long ago or and it hasn't been updated or if, you know, like anything like that, if it looks too old, ah, forget it. This is, this thing's been around forever or it doesn't look like it's actively. Yeah, it's like it has, it smells kind of stale. It's like, oh, (laughs) I don't know.
0: You view source and you see what version of bootstrap they're using. Exactly,
1: yeah. It's like,
0: ooh, that's pretty old.
1: <laughs> that's that's when you know you really care about the problem where you're like, oh, this does what I want it to, but the last commit was two years ago. But, uh, I mean, how bad is this?
0: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And it's unfair, right? Because some things are complete. You're I, right. When it comes to open source, there's some components that are They're complete. Mm-hmm. They're the, it'd be just a waste of time to try to add stuff to it like, it does what it does and it does it well and so it's, it's fine that there hasn't been a commit in a few years no
1: it's gotta be new <laughs> yeah totally no it's so funny it's so true like yeah you look at like a daytime library it's like it implemented the 8601 like it's done it's complete exactly it's just no commits needed you don't have to look and see
0: right Nothing has changed. Why should the code change?
1: Yeah. The cult of the new. No good. So cool. That's pretty much it for me. I don't know. Do you have anything else? Nope. That's it. Cool, man. All right. Thanks a lot for your input. I super appreciate it. It's always fun. All right. I'll uh, put my put my best foot forward, and we'll talk again next week, and hopefully I'll have some interesting things to share.
0: Awesome. Cool. I'll be following you on Twitter. ha, 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 Shit! Instant regret. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Maybe that's what I'll do every day. I'll tweet, "Hey Matt, where's your tweet?"
1: <laughs> put that put that into buffer, and you're just tweeting at me, like, "Exactly." Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> add, add Matt. How's it going? Ugh. Son of a bitch! Right.
0: I'm doing it. <laughs>
1: well, fine. Bring it on that's what it takes all right cool i'll catch you next week see ya later